Shep get you back for a little man yet? Huh? <laughs> Did Shep get you back for the little man prank yet? Uh, I don't know. That was a while ago. He, he, he's probably gotten me back. I've probably gotten him back a few times since then. Daniel, how much does being smart off the field translate to being football smart? Like, are the same guys smart in both regards? Can you be, you know what I mean? Can you, does it translate being football smart and being, you know, Jeopardy smart? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, being smart certainly helps, and I think you can apply that to a lot of areas of your life. I think the uh, same way that being smart probably helps in your job. And, and uh, you know, but, um, you know, I think guys have a feel for football too, and there's something to be said for football instincts and football feel uh, as well. I wouldn't know anything about being smart in my job. Daniel, it seemed like you stayed dialed in on the sideline the other night. What exactly did you do to kind of stay engaged even though you weren't playing? Um, yeah, I think everyone was, uh, you know, throughout the game. I think just staying dialed into the to the calls and, and trying to see the defense going through the game as if you were playing, as if you were out there, seeing coverage, seeing pressure, and, um, you know, having those conversations, uh, you know, when the offense came off the field and, and uh, talking about the next drive, the next series. So, uh, you know, I thought it was – uh, you know, good practice for everyone in the game, everyone not in the game. I think everyone kind of stayed dialed in and kind of went through that process. How much trust do you have to have in the Browns the next couple of days that they're not going to do anything in practice that, like, you know, your teammates wouldn't do to injure you? Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I've never been to a joint practice before. I'm looking forward to it, but um, I think that's, uh, you know, understood when you, when you come together as a team that you're going to practice a certain way and, uh, you know, be smart and, and take care of one another. So, um, you know, I'd certainly expect them to do that. Is it a major change when you have a three-person quarterback room and one guy gets waived? I mean, how big, how much change does that force in that room? I mean, is one of the voices who's been there every day no longer there? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's part of, part of this job, part of, uh, you know, the NFL is, uh, you know, in my first few years that I've learned is it changes a lot. The team changes a lot. And, uh, you know, you got to be able to adapt and, and change. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do that going forward. Certainly, uh, you know, we'll miss Clayton, but we've got to be able to do that. I'm curious about that. We talked to John Mara today, so I'm just curious about your relationship with the owner of the team. Like, does he have a policy where you could just walk in once a week, once a month, and shoot the breeze with him like what's your relationship he obviously supports you what's your relationship like with him just hello in the hallways or more than more than that yeah I think uh, you know I certainly feel like I have a good relationship with with Mr. Mara and and um, you know talk to him every now and then see him see him throughout the building so um, you know I think that's something that that a lot of people say coming to this team is how uh, you know how involved you know the mayors and the Tishes are and, and you know they're here every day working so uh, I think you know we all have good relationships with them.